0: We uh, turn to Mark's Gospel. So Jesus is speaking to the crowd. And his disciples have been eating together. Now when the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around him, they noticed that some of the, the disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they thoroughly wash their hands, thus observing the tradition of the elders. And they do not eat anything from the market unless they wash it. And there also are many other traditions that they observe, the washing of cups and pots and bronze kettles. So the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? He said to them, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you hypocrites. As it is written, this people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. You abandon the commandment of God and hold to human traditions. then Jesus goes on a little bit, and then he picks back up and says something that's not up on the screen. Then he called the crowd again together and said to them, listen to me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a person that by going in can defile, but the things that come out are what defile. This is the word of the Lord. Join me in a prayer. It is such a joy, O oh God, to be part of a church that can laugh and enjoy one another's company as we enjoy your presence here in this place. It's a joy to be part of a family like this one. And it is our hope that in this time and in these coming weeks you speak to us in a particular way. That we might be called into perhaps a new thing. Crack us open. We may hear what you would have us hear. Become the people you would have us be. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So I have to admit to you that I have a somewhat of a fascination with rules. Why we have them why we write some of them down and not others, which rules we follow and which rules we decide are mere suggestions. Rules are fascinating. I'm sure this has happened to you where you you come upon a rule and you look at it and you say to yourself, that is the dumbest rule I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Who thought of that rule? Like, for example, this week I did a search on the internet for dumbest rules, dumbest laws in Texas. (laughs) And one of them says, it's clearly an old law, one of them says, evidently, if it's right, it is illegal to shoot a buffalo from the second story of a hotel. (laughs) Lobby's okay, but, you know, <laughs> not second story. It's kind of maybe a dumb rule. And then there are other times when you come upon a rule that makes total sense why it's there. Don't steal, don't murder. You know, pretty obvious, clear why that's a rule. And then we wonder which rules we need to follow. Which rules do you follow? Are we supposed to follow every single rule, no matter how dumb it might be? Or are we given some leeway to have our own judgment about, you know, well, that's a really good rule, but this one, you know, I might actually try to shoot a buffalo from the second floor. I think it's okay. Are we just, which ones, which ones do we follow? Which rules? And how hard are we supposed to be on other people about following the rules Are we to monitor their every step and make sure they follow each law and rule to the nth degree? Or are we going to give them a little wiggle room? One time my friend actually got a speeding ticket for going 36 miles an hour in a 35 mile an hour zone. He got He literally looked at it. I didn't believe it. Got it dismissed by the court because even the judge thought that was, you know, a little much, just a little harsh. And Then there's another time when we kind of just get off of the rules. One time, last this last weekend, for example, we were my dad and I were driving through Hamilton, Texas, on our way to Camp Stewart, where I'd been asked to give a chapel talk, which is why I wasn't here last Sunday. It was a lot of fun, by the way, I enjoyed it. But we were going through Hamilton, and he said to me, You're, "He said, I remember one time a long time ago when you and I were coming back from Kerville, going through Hamilton on our way back, and." My dad was following me in another car. We were in two cars, and he got stopped by the police as we were going out of Hamilton. And the officer came up to him, and he said, do you have a reason for why you're going so fast? And my dad looked right at him, and he said, said, yes, sir, I do. I was trying to keep up with my son. (laughs) That's what the officer did. And he let him off with a warning. Sometimes we're rigid about the rules and other times, well, give them a little break. Our story today, we find Jesus in a conversation with the Pharisees and the scribes about the rules. Now, I'll be honest with you, this story has somewhat befuddled us over time. It's kind of baffled us over time for a lot of reasons. One is Jesus' response seems out of place and there are other reasons too. I think one of the reasons it kind of gets to us a story like this one, if you've read it before, is because we, we like the disciples and we like Jesus. We like the ones who are breaking the rules. And they're breaking the rules. There's no question about that part. Mark himself says it. They found some of the disciples eating without having performed the proper ritual of washing of the hands that had been prescribed and everyone knows this and they weren't doing it and so they were... They were breaking the rules. Mark then goes on to even cite pieces of some of the rules that they were not paying attention to. So there's no question about that. They're being the rule breakers here. But because we like them, we're on their side, we want to find a way to kind of let them off the hook. We want to find a way to somehow justify that it was okay in this instance that they were maybe breaking the rules and fudging a little bit, and that it's all okay, we want to find evidence of it. So we might, you know, pull out a verse from Paul, like in Galatians, when he says, those who want to be justified by the law have cut themselves off from Christ. And we pull something like that and say, yeah, that's it. That's what it is. They don't want to be cut. That's why they're, and we justify. We try to just, or maybe we want to just find a loophole or have Jesus stand up to the Pharisees and pull out some other rule deep down in the books that counters the one that they presented that, you know, says, yeah, that one was right. You just told us, but you've forgotten about section 3, subparagraph B in the rituals for Jewish people, dummies, handbook for dummies, you know, and that, yeah, that's what, but he doesn't. He doesn't do that. It's not what he does. We also have to admit that if we were not all that fond of Jesus and the disciples, and we weren't already on their side in this thing that like the Pharisees and the scribes, all that would matter to us is the fact that they've broken the thing, broken the rule. That's all that would matter. We don't need your little sob story about whatever and all of this and you broke the rule. Just admit it and let's be done. Let's be finished with this Deal with the consequences and move on. That's all that would matter to us. We want to find ways and and evidence to bring to bear, to just get them to stand, get in line and behave. We pull out things maybe like from the book of James, where James says, those who keep the whole law but fail in one point are accountable to all of it. Pull something like that out and say, yeah, see, that's what we're saying. Why, why can't you just follow the rules? Why can't you just admit that you did the wrong thing? And let's just, why can't you just follow them? We want Jesus to hear that and we would want him to hear it and just bow his head and say, yeah, you're right. Won't happen again. But he doesn't do that either. He doesn't tell the Pharisees, explain away why they're doing what they're doing. He doesn't doesn't justify why they're doing what they're doing. He doesn't look at his disciples and say, we're wrong in this thing. Instead, he stands up in the middle of it all, looks out at the whole crowd, and says Isaiah was right. Isaiah was right. You worship God with your lips, but your hearts are far from it. And he adds to it by saying, don't forget that it's not what goes in a person that defiles, it's what comes out of a person... Defiles, And no one understands what he meant by that necessarily. You kind of get that feeling when you're reading the way Mark puts this whole deal together. You can tell not everyone gets what he's... No one really gets why he said that. What this has to do with anything. Even the disciples don't get it. What happens right after Jesus finishes talking, after our reading, the disciples of Jesus go back home and the first thing they ask him, What was all that about? What were you talking about? We don't understand. We don't get what you said. In other words, you can just hear them going on. I thought we were talking about the rules. And here you pull up with something complete. Well, we don't get it. All we want to know, Jesus, is which rules are the rules we're supposed to follow and which ones are we not supposed to follow. And that's what we want to. Which rules? rules are we supposed to follow which rules are we not supposed to follow just tell us tell us which ones are the right ones which ones are the r- tell us which ones are the most important ones and tell us settle it for us figure it out for us do what you always do before why didn't you do it here just tell us the right rules guess what just happened Got distracted. Notice that. I did it to us on purpose, of course, to help remind us of how easily we get distracted. But that's exactly what's just been going on in this short amount of time. We got distracted, like the Pharisees and the disciples and everyone else in this story except Jesus. We quickly became fixated on the rules. It's easy to do. After all, we love our rules, don't we? We need them. We wouldn't function really without them, so we need them, and we wouldn't know what to do if if we didn't have them. But is that where our heart should be? Should our heart be there? Ever since God gave Moses the Ten Commandments, we've been fixated on rule making. From that moment on, the people of God kept adding ritual after ritual and practice after practice and procedure after procedure and policy and built a whole system around it so complex that they eventually had to hire professional scribes in order to interpret the rules for the people. Don't follow that rule here. This is the right one over here. Don't follow this rule right now because that's an exception to the other. And their job security for the rules of the kingdom, so to speak, we became overly fixated on the rules and it, it got way out ahead of us and it became Our focus. If we could just follow the right rules, we say, then everything will be all right. If everyone will just live by the rules, then everything will work out. We have fooled ourselves into believing that somehow the rules hold the keys to our salvation. Love our rules. We form ideologies with them. And then we line up in our camps in order to compete against one another and tell each other why your rules are wrong and my rules are right. I've got the right rules over here. You've got the wrong rules over there. I've got the right posture over here. You've got the wrong one over there. We've got red rules and blue rules and liberal rules and conservative rules and all kinds of, of rules. And then we use them to bash each other. Bash each other with them. What is it that Jesus said? It's what comes out of a person that defiles. We make everything about the rules. We worship God with our lips, but Where's our heart? Where is your heart? We make everything about the rules and, and we sell out our souls along the way. We make everything about the rules and we forget about the people that get hurt by them. We make everything about the rules and we forget about God. God. Do it all the time what happens when the rules become the focus. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us. Teach us another way. Show us your way.